Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And before we continue our conversation on today's MLB card, uh, Joe and Jake, I probably owe both of you guys an apology because I was a little bit uh, skeptical of the Braves' uh, money line in terms of getting plus money yesterday going up against Sandy Alcantara. But uh, you guys cashed, and you guys cashed handily. Thank you. Apology accepted. I mean, it's just the Marlins are not as good as a record, right? I mean, that, that mm. was the big part of it too. No, I mean, that was yeah. way, that was Jake's strong case that, I mean, they're still above 500. Yeah. They're, they're going to, they're going to continue to fall. So, I mean, mm-hmm. anytime you want to break back the Braves, how often are we going to get them as an underdog? I don't think you can have too much of an issue with that one. So that's, that's a good look. Yeah, I, I think that makes a good bit of sense to me. Uh, you were also uh, earlier talking about Blue Jays, Red Sox, and how to bet that game. Looking at the run yeah. total of nine and a half, uh, no juice either way. But if Boston really does have one of the better lineups in baseball, and Toronto has you know its own version of Murderer's Row, nine and a half. Yeah, it's a big number, but certainly they can clear it, right? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we could talk about that because we just uh, quickly mentioned it going to break there. Uh, we had Toronto minus 155 favorite against Boston. The story here is Pavetta's poor history against Toronto. It's a large sample size, and they're hitting 321 on base north of 400, 1,000 OPS, and about half the lineup crushes Pavetta. So, yeah, I... I, the team total is five and a half for Toronto. I believe it was plus money on the over because that's a, a bit up there. But if the Red Sox offense, you know, are, are you scared about Manoa looking too good where the Red Sox offense doesn't do their part? I'm not that concerned about it. So would you rather go game total nine and a half or team total five and a half if you're playing a total? Which team total again? Uh, the Blue Jays is five and a half, but the, the game is nine is five and, and a half. half. Yeah, nine and a half. I I still would lean nine and a half. You know, I guess if paths more than anything else, I I would feel better because I mean it's possible either team could get that on their own. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily see either ball club not doing their fair share, and one could clear it on their own. I I like more paths with game total. I think. Sure. Yeah, I can. I'll, I'd agree with that too. I think that's yeah. if you're going to go total, go game total nine and a half. But if you want to back the Jays in some manner, I don't have a problem with that. If you want to do the the first five minus a half, that's uh, that's even money as well. Does the weather impact how you think about this at all? Because it's mid forties and wind is in from right field tonight in Boston. <laughs> oh. So would you maybe want to look at like player props, like maybe Bichette or somebody two plus hits against Pavetta, mm-hmm. something like that? Yeah, I just pulled up the total bases. Uh, Bichette at one and a half. The over is minus one ten. So a lot of times, total bases you get those juiced. That's not bad. Vlad minus one twenty on one and a half. Springer's plus money on one and a half. So yeah, I, I'd be more likely to. I don't mind doing that. Something I wanted to bring up that jumped out at me is the Brewers Rockies total. Is it 
12. 12. That is crazy to me. Freeland has been struggling. He's allowed seven home runs to opponents this year. So instead of betting the total, which is crazy, um, maybe someone could get a home run here off Freeland. Hmm. Hmm. Did you look at that? It's nice in Colorado too. Seventy-five degrees. Oof. Oh, then yeah, conditions are favorable for wow homers. So what do you guys do? So what are you doing there? Jeez. Um, See, the other part is Lauer is terrible against Colorado, so I'm sure that's part of the reason this is up there. Right. Yeah. Twelve. But I, I think I think going the player prop direction and definitely with home runs, I I I, I like that move. That makes sense to me. Um, who do we like for a home run? Blackman. Blackman. It's, uh, Brian Anderson, maybe plus four fifty. Did you ever think you'd see the day that Christian Yelich is almost six to one for a home run? I was going to say, what about Yelich? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. six to one after he stopped using the juice. So there's that. What? <laughs> definitely did, I didn't say right? that. He I think so. Did, right. I think you're not allowed to talk about it, but something's happening right. there. Was that one? Or, or is it the scoreboard telling him what's happening? There's always that story up in Miller Park, mm-hmm. giving him signals about what pitch is coming. Like he didn't just decline. He fell off a cliff. Right. <laughs> It's insane. <laughs> what, what about which, which Rowdy Tellis? Rowdy At plus 475. I, I, like yeah, I don't know if that's the best number. I see a 5 to 1. Let me check. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a shop around, no. but I like that. that he or Brian Anderson might be my two. Plus 575 is the best number on him. Bingo. Love it. Send it in. All right. Um, That'll be my lightning bet. Nice. Does Blackman have any homers this year? Because I just look at him being 12 of 24 against Lauer, and it stands out. He has a few. He has a couple. Okay. Well, he's plus 750. Hmm. Pretty good. But just might have to. Yeah, he's got two this year. Might have to in that spot. Makes sense to me. Uh, another game I want to talk about here is uh, the Giants and the Astros. When we look at pitchers who maybe are at, you know, who were at one level last season and then took a, a slight dip uh, so far this year, I don't know if we want to say that Framber Valdez is one of those. Uh, you know, certainly he hadn't had the drop off of, say, some other aces uh, at the start of this season. But you look at, you know, some of his stat cast numbers and – I point to, in particular, his curveball not being nearly as effective uh, as it was last season. Uh, Like, per 100 pitches, it was at negative 1.2, which is outstanding. Uh, This season, his curveball is closer to zero. And for Valdez to be effective, he's got to create a lot of ground balls. And, yes, that can lead to, you know, if something hangs in the zone a little bit too much, then that could you know, lead to a home run or a hard hit ball or something like that. But the curveball has not been as effective for Valdez this season. And mm-hmm. though it may not matter too much in this particular matchup, 
I wonder if it's not so automatic whenever he's on the bump for the Astros to where you're automatically, you know, going to take, say, a team run line or, you know, bet opposite team total, something like that. Uh, you got to do a little bit more digging, say, in a contest like this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I ask you guys about your Reds this week? Because I think this is kind of wild. I guess. Should, sure. should Seth Lugo be minus 275 against anybody? And it's the Reds. Is that one of the worst teams in baseball? Um, I just feel like the market ha- – let me ask you, has the market gone too far? Because Sessa, it was one bad outing. It's one bad outing. Like, he hasn't been great this year, but the numbers look so awful with an ERA of, of nearly 10 expected ERA, same range, because it, he gave up 11 runs to the Phillies in three innings on 14 hits. How was he out there that long? How That's did you let point. him get peppered? Jeez. The, um, yeah. But, Who but did yeah, you take off? That, yeah. Outside of that game, like he's been okay. I just, man, Padres three dollars with Lugo just feels like it's too much. It is too much. Yeah. It absolutely is too much. I mean, the, the run lines out to two and a half here. Like, and oh. yeah, it's juice in the Reds' favor, but you don't need all that. Wow. No, that that that's, Padres that's bullpen is also not great between the starter <laughs> and like that six seven guys are not very good. This is an what about Padres five game. First, yeah. Oh, it is. I Don't think do so. The first five. I wouldn't. No, I. I think this is uh for the oh, whole man. game. I mean, okay. Uh, Reds plus two and a half at minus one thirty five. I'm comfortable with that because I mean, if if the Padres bullpen is going to continue being lackluster, then it cancels oh. out what Reds pitching is. I was going to do Padres' first five run line. <laughs> oh, well, not. <laughs> I'll do Reds' full game, plus 237. Okay. Uh, well, I went against you yesterday, so perhaps I – or when was that with Boston? What what did we go against each other on and I lost? So I had the Jays. I should probably just take a day I off. had your team. I had your team. <laughs> I know. Yes. I Aaron's like team is the All Rangers. Right, we've established this. Oh, yes. Still? Still? Because it's trolling my our LA Angels. That's that's oh, partially that's what that is. But... <laughs> I it's a division that. bet. And, and until they start losing. Yeah. yeah. Then I'll just cash out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> then cash hey, out before like the that. inevitable playoff run. Hey, by the uh, way, any, let me let any, me just any, point out something that yeah. I said on this show. Was it O's fifty to one? The second place O's three and a half games back. Just saying. This With sucks because I said spin. O's before the season at twenty five to one, and now Joe's <laughs> just gonna get all the shine for it, and it's gonna suck. <laughs> Should have jumped in again. Speaking yeah. of which, speaking of the AL East, Yankees are almost two to one to miss the playoffs. They're dead, right? Carlos Rodon oh, like, had another setback. Hasn't oh, pitched not, this year. <laughs> judges on the IL. They dead? might be dead. In that division? Who's more dead? Only because Your Cardinals the or the Yankees? Who's more dead? Probably, probably the Yankees because they're more injured, right? Like the Cardinals at least have everybody on the field. And they're in the central. Yeah, that too. That helps. 
Oh, I think the Cardinals are more dead because if they're healthy oh. and they're struggling, then where, where's the optimism? At least the Yankees can kind of come back and make a run. Like maybe well, I think like I mean, Joe said, the optimism comes from the division just because who you're chasing the Brewers and the Pirates right now and the Cubs a little bit. Cause the Pirates are not going to win two out of every three games all season. And no, they yeah. won't. Yeah. But I mean, we have seen the Brewers exceed expectations recently. So maybe they are the, the team there in the division. I, I do agree. You have fewer, you know, teams to jump over uh, if you're the Cardinals, but I mean, once the Yankees sort of have everybody back, then we know what they can do. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they're dead. You know, well, if you believe that, it always feels like you're getting value in that division because the Yankees' price is just out of whack. And they're sitting there in last mm-hmm. place. Um, yeah, we're not going Aaron Boone far. might just be dead. Be- that guy stinks. Oh, well, maybe no. that's what Boone gets fired mid-season. Then we jump on the Yankees like they get the Phillies ah. magic from last year. See that new manager. Now boost. you're now you're looking at secondary and tertiary reactions. This is good. This is good. So then, should that's we buy low on the Yankees and wait for a good spot to bet no. their futures, anticipating that happens? Once Boone Not yet. gets fired, the, yeah. The problem is they yeah. might hang on to him until August. Yeah, they're doomed. Ugh. Um, uh, maybe so. Yeah, I'm looking at their coaching staff, and I don't even know any of the, these names. So, hey, it Jeter's matter. available. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't matter because anything from Boone, a living human, breathing person, is better than Boone. Wow. All-time bozo okay. move by him the other night, and he's just bad at his job. Okay. It's like Calm you're writing down. for the New York. Post How much now. did you bet on them? Nothing. I just hate him. He stinks. <laughs> it's just frustrating, like what because the Yankees for me, like for the last four years, they haven't been able to get over this hump, and it's always because of Aaron Boone making these boneheaded decisions, especially in the playoffs, and they just keep running it back. Like, what are you doing? Mm. That's so anti-Yankees. That's I'm, not what that I'm, franchise is all about. I'm out on the Yankees because let's assume you fire Boone, you bring up the bench coach, which is Carlos Mendoza. And then I see here that uh, before each game at Yankee Stadium, Mendoza tosses exactly 40 sunflower seeds in the grass behind home plate. One for each man on the extended Yankees roster. What a loser. Out. (laughs) (laughs) That's simultaneously... Awesome and the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's crazy. Wait, I gotta go out by no plate. Hang on, guys. Are the game starting? Let me throw my 40 sunflowers. See, I gotta know. I gotta know. Does he scatter them or does he go one by one? Like, throw them out. Right. Um, imagine like- sitting and picking 40 sunflower seeds out of a bag. Imagine. Like, like taking a daisy flower and picking off one petal at a time. That, that's basically your after. <laughs> and the extended roster, too. There's. <laughs> hey. That's amazing. Everyone's special. Everyone's special. Yeah. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we head to the ice and discuss the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs with Alex Smith right here on the BetQL Network.